Good evening. It is just Thursday, the 21st of November. And this is episode 20 of my Napal Pomo series for 2019. Uh, only just, I'm literally, it's just like 13 minutes to midnight on Thursday evening. Um, I did say I would try and get another episode in today. And uh, here it is. So we've just spent a good portion of the evening blitzing through some of the remaining episodes of Manifest that I mentioned on uh, on the show earlier on today. And uh, oh, it's getting really, really interesting. It really is. I'm not going to give anything away in case uh, any of you are watching it or are wanting to watch it. But it is uh, an incredibly good series. Very well written. There are new plot twist appearing every five seconds it's uh it's, it's quite something so we've got three episodes of the season left to watch i'm hoping we'll be able to get those done this weekend uh, tomorrow night obviously not because we'll be uh, recording the bug cast won't have time to watch any telly but uh yeah should be good one thing i have a big interest in and it's slightly more than a passing interest, is a concept known as the indie web. And the concept is around the idea that you own and have full control of the data that you post onto the internet. So non-indie web would be platforms like Facebook, Twitter, um, anything Google-related, Anything where the information that you own is being stored on a platform that you don't. Or at the very least, a platform that you don't have control over. I saw a talk by, uh, by Jamie Tanner of um, Tech Nottingham at Ogcamp back in, uh, at the end of October. It was really interesting to hear him talk about the kind of things that you could potentially you know, take control over it. Probably more important things, the kind of things that you give away to other organisations that you just don't have any control over anymore. And a lot of that comes under the the concept of, uh, of, of decentralisation, making sure there is no single point of control. And I keep saying, I keep coming back to it, using Facebook as an example, but it it is the pivotal example of a centralized uh, data platform where the information you post on it is on a server you don't own it's under the control of not you so I have just started looking into um, a decentralized social network called Scuttlebutt or Secure Scuttlebutt to give it its full name and it's kind of like um, Facebook or Twitter, <coughs> but only in terms of the the basic functionality in that you post an entry text, uh, pictures, and uh, it then appears on the devices of other Scuttlebot users. But the beauty of Scuttlebot, it's a great word, isn't it, is there is no central server. You can have you have publisher, well, pubs, they call them, 
uh, you could identify them as publishers, I suppose. They're in- introductory uh, nodes that allow you to, to build connections with other users. But any uh, transmission of data goes between you and other users. There's no central server that gets in the way to, uh, to take control of, uh, of, of your data. Um, so I've started messing around with that. <coughs> it's quite uh, immature, but it's growing. Uh, another good example of that would be something like uh, Dropbox or Google Drive for file sharing and such like that. Um, so one of the things that I've started using is, uh, is a product called Nextcloud, which amongst other things, amongst a lot of other things, it allows you to store and share files. But the beauty of, of Nextcloud is you can put it on uh, a VPS, a virtual private server that you, you have control over. You could host it in your house. And that's a slightly bigger can of worms because you then have to potentially give uh, give access to uh, your internally hosted solution to people in the outside world, which could be, you know, a, a, a seriously big can of worms to open. But uh, just yet another example of of not using a centralised service such as Dropbox or OneDrive or or Google Drive to um, to share files with other people. Uh, and another one that uh, I've actually started using in anger is called SyncThing. And it works actually in a very similar way to Scuttlebutt, actually, in that you don't have a centralised server that acts as a, um, <coughs> acts as a sync between you and the people you're sharing files with, but it does have introducer servers. So that if you say, um, I want to share this folder, sec folder A, um, it then tells the introducer that this folder is available so that when someone else um, says, I want to follow that folder, because you can, you can then, it has it like a unique identifier that you then pass on to somebody else. And they then put that in their system. And the introducer basically... Um, acts as a, as a matchmaker between the two systems. But from that point onwards, all communication happens between your machine, where the folder is shared, and the machine of the user that you are sharing the folder with. So there's no uh, middleman, middle person, um, that this file is going through in order to facilitate the transfer, which is a brilliant way of doing it because if you want to send a file between point A and point B, it goes from point A to point B. It doesn't go via a central server first, like Dropbox, Google Drive, and the like would do first. So <coughs> it's all very, uh, very powerful, very, uh, very interesting to look into. It's one of those idealist concepts. I mean, you you may have heard of a, of, of something called degooglification. Degooglification, um, because I mean, personally, I'm phenomenally in bed with Google. I use Google for pretty much everything, and I know I probably shouldn't, because everything that I do in Google, whether it's Gmail or Drive or location sharing or anything like that, I'm feeding their product. 
they're using my data in a way that I have. Yes, I could turn it off, but then I use the products. So by turning it off, I can't use the products anymore. So rather than turning it off, what I need is an alternative product. And I've looked into some of the alternative products, and actually, they're not that great. So it's not just a case of de-googlifying and closing down my Google account, because I'd actually be worse off as a result, because I'd lose that functionality. But the idea that bit by bit there are organisations coming along that are providing you know, reasonably workable alternatives to these services that are provided by Google and Facebook and Microsoft and, you know, all of them. It's not, it's not just a Google thing. It's, uh, it's really interesting to see where they're going with it because the dependency on companies like Google feeds Google, does nothing for anybody else. Yeah, I benefit from using the products that I use, Google benefits more in order to target advertising toward, uh, to me for people that are paying for the privilege. So actually, my data in Google is benefiting Google. Is that something I want to do? I don't know. What do you think? What's your, your take on the idea that you're feeding information into these products and services that you're not paying for but you're actually paying for with the data that you in, you enter. Is privacy a concern for you? Would a privacy-aware service like Scuttlebutt or Mastodon as a social network or Nextcloud as an alternative to file sharing, does that mean something to you? Is it important to you? Drop me a note and let me know. Um, you can leave a comment on wherever you heard this or you can reach out to me on social media. I'm the love bug pretty much everywhere. Uh, including the <coughs> centralised, non-privacy-aware um, social networks. So anyway, that'll be enough for now. I want to finish fairly quickly because I think I'm just inside the midnight, so you could say this has been recorded on Thursday night, but I've still got to go and publish it, so that'll take me another 20 minutes or so. So anyway, um, hope you had a good evening, and uh, I will speak to you tomorrow. See ya!